memories Press between the pages of my mind Memories sweeten through the ages just like wine Do you work? Do you car? Where do you are? Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com and by AMS Travel Sales. AMS Travel Sales is proud to offer hosted geocaching tours and cruises. Join us as we hunt for geocaches on our travel adventures. And by JP's Geodesigns. JP's Geodesigns is one of the world's leading designers of geocoins. Contact them and get your next awesome geocoin design done. Check out their store and their website at jpsgeodesigns.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Big thanks to the Trial Books for the Music and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Electric Waterboy, Aggie Jedi Master, Antaeus, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Nick at Cashley, One Kind Word, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, Sodak Zack, The Deadliest Cachers, Trail 2, Neil Moore, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, PT1276, The No-Code Geocachers, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, F.S. Abero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Drumalot, Janice, Tricassius, Tom Frey, Rugles, EGK, PBR, Casamaya, Master Sergeant, USMC, Little Gears, Albedo, 0.39, It's Only Barney, Purple Turtles 3, ACDC Family, None of It Tidy, AFK Geocaching, Josh Boggs, Carrot Killer, Corsgat, Geocaching with Lampe, Bryn Tim 07, Dave and Karen of Cash Canada, Team Tailwagger, Black Chrome, Supernate, The Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Padib, Kazeli, Dragon, Gunter Hunters, Acme Wildcashers, P0001, ADK, Sarah, Eastern Girls, KC, Billy Robson, Fox and the Hound, TX Wolf Totem, K-Blast, Landlock Pirate Fam, Statuki, Burnsfire, Hockey Zombie, Ship to Shore, A. Holly S., Geodandru, Direwolf821, Deuteronomy318, Sasquatch Lover, Anjay Adamon, and our new patrons, Emily, Emily Renee and Scott Mom 5 Hey everyone, time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Radio Public, 
and Spotify. Then you get all the weekly geocache talk goodness. Big thanks to the Trail Bugs for the music and our featured patrons, Sodak Zach, The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, and Team D&D. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the new blackout coins right there. Nice. Showing on the screen. And other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content, invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. And we still have one item we can't talk about that we're doing for the patrons, uh, but details... uh, I don't know how soon we can talk about that, Jesse, but we'll... Pretty soon. Soon, as soon as we as soon as we can, we've got something to tell the patrons. Yeah, everybody's already drinking some beverage because I'm talking about something in the future. That's uh, right. But it's it's a it's a cool thing in the works that that Jesse and I are doing with uh, someone, and it's f- for the patrons who are really working on uh, a, a cool thing for that. So anyway, uh, let me welcome said co-host Jesse. <laughs> I'm already in there playing with the chat room. It's good. Good evening. Uh, somebody already asked, are we talking about old cashers or caches tonight? Right. Both. No, that's no. Kind of, that's kind of mean. That's kind of hurtful. I know it is. That was kind of my joke this week on, okay. on in the in the Twitter world was, hey, come come listen to the show or come watch the show and discuss the ancient ones. It's like, no, not Jesse and I. That's right. The ancient caches. So, yeah. some days it feels like that, though. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into show one twenty three for November fourth as we discuss geocaching memory lane. This is always fun too because when we research for one of these shows, and I'm sure everybody does this, but you know, you're going back and looking through your geocaching records for a certain topic. Yeah. It's interesting because it is. It's. Uh, it's going down memory lane. You're seeing pictures from a couple of years ago, maybe of your family or, oh, I remember that trip or whatever. So it's, it's a nice little travel log. Yeah. And it, it, I think it, it is a fun thing. We're going to, we're going to talk about some interesting things, things we've, we've either found, even things we haven't found. But I think the neat thing is that, um, one of the things I did, uh, putting it out on Facebook and, and Twitter and, and such is, um, I took photo the photos we took Jesse you and I at um, uh, not a uh, not walk in the park not walk in the park that you, where yeah. you, you finished your got your five thousandth you finished Jasmer um, and um, I also used some photos from Mingo because you know it's just it's Mingo but it's Mingo uh, it's Mingo but I, I got some uh, updates from uh, uh, Laura Wilson. I'm a mess up from last name. I'm sorry. Lazen. Um, and she, um, she actually went out there today, Jesse, mm-hmm. to no walk in the park. And um, she, she said that that area, and I don't remember it being, well, we've had, we've had a ton of rain here in the de- oh, in yeah. North, North Texas area. And she says we've had, we have had a ton of rain. She's in the, and park closings like crazy. So she ran out to a, wel- a welfare check on this one today. She says the water is w- within three or four feet of that cache. 
Oh, wow. I mean, I don't remember yeah. there being water. Well, it was a ditch, remember? Because we when we finally found it, yeah, it was kind of down a hill a little bit. So I could see how it would be. Um, but yeah, insane. Um, but yeah, um, she said that it, at one point it was submerged um, for several months back in 2015. Um, not in bad shape after the water finally went down, she said. So that's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's amazing how they last so long. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but they we, don't usually rat last in their original container, but. No, that's true. That's, and we'll kind of get into that as well. Cause, um, I know of one I want to talk to you about that I'm interested really to hear your opinion, but, um, <laughs> Um, before we do that, let's do, let's do a little news. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. News. News. Um, so we, this week we released clues 5-3 and 6-3. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to release them a little early because um, <clears throat> Angie wanted to put out a blog post. And so Zach accommodated and he put out his clue on Thursday. And people have already figured out, I mean, this is no surprise, <laughs> that... Clue, uh, stash five is Zach's stash four, you know, stash four is Zach's. I did stash one and stash three and you did stash two and Angie did stash six. Uh, anyway, um, but the, both clues are out. Um, got some good buzz going in the uh, Facebook group. If you're interested in being part of that Facebook group, uh, email us at geocachetalk at gmail.com and I'll get you the information. Um, Heather was the one that said, Heather Gunter set that up and uh, appreciate her and uh, the people that are in that uh, Facebook group because they really, it's fun to, I'm sort of observing and enjoying the interaction between everybody and uh, hearing the stories of, I'm going to go after, you know, Arkansas one. I'm going to go after, you know, Steve Burns. Like I'm going to go after this one and different people talking about different, different ones. They want to go, you know, that they're obviously closer to and right. You know, and in, in, uh, in two weeks we will discuss, we're going to have a show called the big reveal wrap up show and we will give out all the clue number fours. The so final clues. The final clues. And we'll do it all on one night together. We'll have the whole uh, Geocache Talk Network team is going to be on uh, two weeks from tonight. And we're going to give you all the last clues and do a wrap-up show, talk about how it went, things we could do differently, uh, and sort of discuss that in, in a little open era, you know, forum between us and uh, give some of our honest opinions of uh, what we liked, what we did not like. And, uh, you know, it was an experiment. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said. Well, we won't really know anything until somebody finds that first one, right? Well, that's true. Right. But we kind of, I think, have some... And this is something that even you mentioned is like, if we don't try to do something new, oh yeah, you know, we're not going to know. It's worth a try. So this is to, now all of the regular clues are out. All of those are out. So yeah, plenty of time to work on. We got a week to work on them without a clue coming next week, and then we're going to do the big reveal show, and then all the final, <clears throat> really specific, and really hard. <laughs> clues yes. will come out all the one time so everybody will have a chance everywhere everybody have equal footing yes they're shot to go get it so that's kind of yeah i think that's great that we 
<clears throat> that kind of came about that we were going to do that. I think it, that it's going to work out great. And that's in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Next week, we've got on uh, Alexander Boylan and John Katie Graham are going to be on. We're going to talk about At Your Own Risk with the producers of that uh, movie. Hopefully, you've seen it uh, and have uh, purchased that movie. And so uh, we're going to talk about that next weekend. But um, we got some new loot. Um, Jesse has one he wants to mention. Let me um, let me show the one I've got. Do a little show and tell. I'm going to show the shirt that we're putting into the loot, and then you've got one that I think is really cool. We're going to add to the to oh, the yeah. treasures as, as well. So, so here's the shirt. I know it's going to fit everyone, but at least the shirt. It's a geocaching doc uh, vintage tee. Yep. From the geocaching dock. Not available anymore. No. And then you've got one we're going to throw into the treasure chest. Yeah, it's a, another virtual one, right? Yes. So uh, we're giving away uh, one year's patron membership to Geocache Talk. Woo-hoo. So all the prizes, all the shows, everything for one year. If you're already a patron, it just extends it for a year. Yeah. Um, but if it's somebody that's new that's not a patron that gets it, then... They get all the patron stuff, and we got more stuff coming up too. So that'll be a it'll be a good time to yes. to get into your new more more toys and behind the scenes shows and uh, all kinds of stuff coming up. Yes, absolutely. Um, and um, I need to talk with you at some point, Jesse. I've got I had a brainstorm idea for a patron. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> but I you have an idea. Involved in something else already? Huh? No, yeah, no. I I, I think. Um, Sort of as a replacement for GC World, which we we're not doing GC World really anymore. That was it's, fun though. It was fun. We I mean we could do another GC World. I mean it's a, it's well, a little. We'll get back around to it. We might get back around to that. We're not gonna. I guess we shouldn't mothball it completely. But um, but I've got another one to run by and see what you think. But all right. All right. Uh, and the big news, the really big one that we the, got coming up. The really big news. The podcast of hope. Yes, podcast of hope on December second. Uh, third annual. Yeah, that's wild. I know. Can you imagine? The, can, can, isn't it crazy? We've done this the three years. We're going to have it. Eight-hour marathon of fundraising. Yes. And geocaching stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> holiday stuff. Holiday yeah. stuff. And, yeah, we've we, and this this uh, time around, we're going to have um, another – some really cool um, – it's always a mix. We, I think we, I think we like that that we do a mix of geocaching and some other items too. We've done, you know, holiday gadgets before. We've done, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're gonna do a sh- every every. This is the third year. First year we did holidays in Ireland with Sarah, uh, Sarah mm-hmm. McLarkey. She's gonna be back on. Uh, her and Angie are gonna do a show together on blogs with a B. Uh, and that'll be interesting to hear their uh, perspective. Um, and um, we're also going to do uh, oh, so first year geocaching or uh, holidays in Ireland. Last year we did holidays in Australia. This time around we're doing ho- ho- uh, holidays in England. We're gonna have on Geo Paul gonna be on and talk about um, what it was like growing up in England and what things that they experienced that maybe we did in the States, maybe we didn't do in the States, maybe they didn't do in Germany or wherever you happen to be listening. 
from. And um, so that should be interesting to hear those uh, stories and all that. So, And we've got other things. Vloggers will be back. Uh, Joshua has a good lineup. Uh, for the vloggers and other mm-hmm. surprises. So again, we we raise uh, last year we raised over two thousand dollars for St. Jude's Children's Hospital, and uh, I think we're shooting for three thousand this year. So that's going to be a tough one, <laughs> but it's fun to to set a goal and go for it. Yes. So, um, and it's such a such a great cause, um, and an important cause. Uh, to battle, um, you know, childhood cancer and, oh, um, yeah. you know, with, uh, it's always good to have Christy come on too and tell us about her experiences working there and, uh, mm-hmm. hear those stories. So that's uh, the goodness things. Yeah. It's a, a great place and I can't think of a better, a better organization for us to, to pick for our annual, you know, fundraiser. Yes. So. Um, speaking of fundraisers, uh, I want to mention this when we, we have to kind of, I don't, we don't have, even he doesn't have a lot of detail, but I'll try to give you the information that I have about Eric, um, uh, EJK PBR, one of our, uh, patrons has a, um, He's got a website set up called, or somebody set it up for him. It's called Go. It's the Go. It's GoFundMe.com forward slash support for Eric. Um, Eric experienced. And I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to give you the rough details, but you can go out and um, find out more of the actual details. But he experienced some problem with his foot, um, and I thought it was more recently, but he actually was back uh, the summer. And um, experienced some redness in his foot, and um, that grew into a bigger problem, a bigger problem, a bigger problem. They never, even to this day, they don't even know what caused it, but um, he uh, is battling to keep his foot. That's how horrible this is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so uh, his medical bills, of course, have mounted. As anybody, as anybody knows, when you do something like that, um, you know, it gets to be, um, can be horrifying. But, um, you know, Eric, uh, he, um, him and Sodak Zach have found a lot of caches together. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, EJK PBR, we, we uh, got to hang out a little bit uh, at Geo Woodstock. Um, there was no issues there. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, he is in a point now where, um, it's pretty dire. And so, um, they're trying, he's going to see specialists and he's trying to figure out, they're trying to figure out a way to, to, to save it. So I just want to mention that, uh, gofundme.com forward slash support for Eric, let him know, um, as a fellow geocacher, you know, that's sort of that, you know, community, that we live in is that we uh, support one another and um, it means a lot um, to him. If you would, if you, even if you gave him just a couple of dollars, just the fact that um, even though you may have never met Eric, but you feel for him as a geocacher. Yeah. He's one of us. Yeah. And he's hate part of the geocaching family. Yeah. So um, webcam watch. 
Uh, yeah, so instead of the whole number, the numbers really hadn't changed that much, but the concerning thing is there are 11 currently disabled worldwide. Oh, my. Uh, one of those is in my home state, so um, hopefully they will uh, come back up and they're only temporarily disabled, but I know they're the reviewers are watching those pretty good to make sure people aren't just doing, you know, selfies right, right. at them, but uh, maybe they'll maybe they won't go away and we'll... I'm hoping to finish off. Well, it looks like we are going to finish off the year with over 100 still wow. in the U.S. Well, that's so, good. That's good. Um, yeah, so that's not too bad. Love to see there be a, a push to get webcams back um, by geocaching.com, but, you know, whether they do or not. Yeah, you know, again, there's that balance, right? If they come back, then they're not rare, and we wouldn't really care. Yeah, and, that's true. <laughs> But I'd, I'd like to see him tie him to the, uh, to the what do you call it? the big um, the geo tours? Yeah. Then are not a lot coming back, and it's you know it's part of a pay thing, so they're mo- even more rare. So you're going down there; it's even more of an incentive to do those tours, and mm-hmm. it still keeps them rare. But they're always going to be in cool places, monitored by the business because they pay a lot of money for that. Right. So yeah, I like that idea. So, um, yeah, very good. All right. Into our topic for tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. Geocaching memory lane. Um, and uh, our notes have got a mishmash of things in them, but I think we'll be able to sort through them. Uh, oh, yeah. But um, a couple things that I think is important to, to point out or mention, and that is um, with geocaching, with old geocaches, there's a couple things we want to, we want to talk about tonight. One is... Um, the fact that, um, it means a lot if you are a person that is interested in Jasmer mm-hmm. and uh, most people know that watch the show, uh, about Jasmer, um, Jasmer, in, in case you're not familiar, I'll mention it real fast. The fact that, um, it's a challenge and it is one where if you find a cash, from every month going all the way back to the beginning of geocaching, mm-hmm. um, then you'll have completed Jasmer. The irony or the kind of the joke about it is, of course, right now it's November 4th. A lot of people don't have Jasmer completed. <laughs> Almost everybody. Because you have to find a, you'd have to find one. Like your, your Jasmer's not complete right now. Uh, Maybe. Let's see. You'd have to find one that was, that was published in November of 2018. Yeah. yeah. Well, technically, yeah, um, some of those challenges. Deal. So some there are some iterations <laughs> of the challenge out there that don't count the most recent year. Oh, okay. That's fine. They only count the first, you know, 10, 15 years or whatever. They're not counting yeah. the last couple months. Um, not a huge deal, but it's kind but, of uh, I know that is, that's one of those moving, moving targets, right? <laughs> right. But, uh, see, mine always is current because I go to a weekly geocaching event. There you go. And that one's published that day. You know, that's the date of that one is that day. So mine right. always stays current. But right. how did you now have you completed Jasmer? I have not yet. Okay. I've got a few. I've got a few 2001 caches and I need to get on them because, you know, there's no guarantee they'll be around. No. I mean, that's that's the one thing. One's easier than 2000. But yeah, true, true. But uh I think my 2000 is pretty wrapped up, um, but 2001, I need to uh, finish it up. But <clears throat> it's the interesting thing about old caches is 
a lot of them have really stood the like you said have stood the test of time. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about. And while we're talking about Jasmine too, it's it's interesting to mention because we have so many international people yes. in the the geocache talk community. It's a lot easier here. There's yeah. It's a lot easier here in the U.S. to complete Jasmine than it is in other places. Yep, that's um, true. Much actually, you can complete the first three loops of Jasmine in the U.S. Uh, the fourth one you have to go international, but uh, right. everybody else has to go international anyway. So, right, to, uh, right. We, we have a big advantage on that one. Yeah, and that's um, again, that's something cool. Now, there's no guarantee because there's some months in Jasmine. There's only one. No, I, th- I think right. No, is there a couple no, that have two? There's four. Oh, there's four. That's right. Because you, you can do loops. Yeah. That's right. So, but there are ones that only have four. So you can only, only do four. the loop. There's only you can only do it four times. That's right. Um, right. But there's it definitely gets a lot harder. You know, some of those early ones. Yeah. And if the, if one of those goes away, then that loop is gone. Right. You know, you just can't do it anymore. So you can't, with the exception, I guess, of the ape cache. Old caches don't come back. No. So if they go away, you know, that yeah. was a special case, obviously, but yep. and I don't care back. what anybody says. I'm glad it came back because I'm going to go get it. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so let me ask you about a, uh, a couple of these really old. Well, let me ask you in general about old, the really old ones, like these 2000, 2001 ones. Before we get to that, I want to mention a couple other challenges, sure. though. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, go for it. And then we'll get into the details of it later. So Jasmine's not the only one for the oldies, right? There's also like the golden oldies challenges that are uh, find five or ten of the oldest caches in several states. Oh, okay, cool. So, you know, find like the oldest cache in five different states or ten different states or countries or provinces or whatever. So those are pretty common challenges too outside of the Jasmine that a lot of people work on. Those are kind of cool um, ones though. Got yeah. a few of those around. I've seen a few of those and signed a few of those over the years. Right. Are those projects? Can... Are those Project GC? A bull. Uh, a bull? Are they? I mean, could, could you create uh, one yes, today? I think so. Okay. I wasn't I sure because so. you should be able. Um, that. Oh yeah, you can because I have one. Never mind. Yeah, okay. you can. Yeah, okay, I forget cool. sometimes. I've got I know. You have, to, you have to go hunt sometimes. Figure out if some of these things can be done. But okay, so that's one of you. A person could set up. Uh, a cash owner could create one even to today. Yeah. Okay. I think because it's such a, it's something that they can automatically check for. Like you yeah. can run a query and check this is the first one published with the exception. And I don't want to get into that for this show. It's for another show, but yeah. oh. stupid puzzles out there that are like the <laughs> published date is 1901 or something. I'm like, no, stop. You're messing up stats. I know that's bad. I know why they do it. And that's kind of fun that, you know what they're doing, but it still messes it up. Yeah. And you're trying to, stuff. but that's another show. Yeah. Now, now let's get into the, the okay. oldies. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you a couple things. So, um, oldies. They um. Do you think the old caches that you have found have been fun to do? And I guess for you, we got to kind of talk about. Um, we have similar. We actually kind of have a, a sort of a similar list of our our oldest. We 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 put in the notes our oldest top ten oldest. Uh, of course, uh, Mingo, uh, yeah. Missouri's First, Terry Hall, yep. Potter's Pond, Tombstone. We'll talk about different ones. but So I'm going to ask a couple of things. So were they fun to find? 
Was the uh, hut? So, was the hut? Was there a cool hut for the? So oldies? yes and no. Okay, it's cool because they're old, but some of them are cool on their own. So just, we've both found Mingo. Um, I've been to Mingo like three times because right. I just happened to drive through there, so I stopped by there and get the other caches around and. Um, it, it, for, for a rickery some people, or however you say that one nearby yeah, is supposed to be a lot better. And I've, I've kind of been saving it. I haven't gotten yeah. it yet because we go through there every once in a while for trips. That's over. Um, that's north of Mingo. A little yeah. bit substantial. They're like 30 miles or something, I think. Yeah, it? it's a little bit of a trek up to, to um, Arikiri, uh or Rickery Some people here, say Mingo so. is nothing special, but it's kind of neat because it violates, kind of violates current rules or did violate current rules. Right. Because it was so old and it's buried in the ground, I don't think I don't think I can spoil the oldest living. <laughs> no, you can't. Not well, well. For some people that hadn't found it, but that's true. And, and um, it's it's not really it's buried, but not it's sticking up. So I mean, people have seen photos. But. Well, it's different every time I've gone out there. So is it really? That's yeah. Cool. Um. So it's been in a different like container each time I've gone out there. Oh wow. Um. It's still but, in that you know, cement cased location. Yeah. Okay. Right. But it wasn't a bad cache. It just, you know. Yeah. It wouldn't have like 8,000 favorite points like it does now if it wasn't the oldest active cache, right? No. It's standing alone. If it was published today, you'd be like, oh, that's cool. It's not under a bush, but it's not, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, there's not much to find. I mean. No. Th- there's a worn path that just, yeah. it's like you can't, if you can't find Mingo, we need to talk because I don't think now, you can do guess. <laughs> I wish. So I found Mingo earlier on. Um, and I think it was 2012. So I'd been cashing. Not that long. Right. Right. Like really cashing. Not that long. Right. Um, so I didn't even know the significance of it when I found it. Like I hadn't heard about it before. <laughs> I didn't know. So this is kind of. That kind of sucks that I didn't know. You sort of stumbled across Mingo? We were driving through there, coming back from Tennessee to Colorado, right. and we took that route, and I was like, huh, huh. That seems like not many numbers on that GC code. Uh, and uh, and I looked at the date. I was like, that seems pretty old, but I didn't know tons at the time, you know? So, right. Um, but uh, I wish I would have known, you know, had to build up ahead of time. It would have been kind of cool, but yeah. Um, and then, so we both found Missouri's first Watts yeah, Mill. Yeah, Watts Mill, and this is the one that I was thinking of before we first started the show. I wanted to talk to you about. By the way, Mingo's GC thirty. Um, yeah, most people know that. Um, it'd be interesting to see if if somebody had chronicled the photos every like every year of what GC thirty, what Mingo looks like every every year. That'd be kind of cool. Could probably look in the book and you know, look be. in the the photo album and see. It'd be um, kind of fun. So, so Missouri's first. Um, this is an. It's a pretty right. area. Oh, it is. It's and it's a fun little hunt for. To be honest with you, I mean, Susan and I, we went did it uh, when you and I were at um, Moga a couple mm. years couple years ago. That's when Susan yeah. and I ran ran out to Missouri's first at Watts Mill. Um, but I when I found it, it was a ammo t- or ammo. It was a mint tin. Mm, it was a Tupperware container when I found it. Tupperware container. Yeah. Uh, so, and the, it was a little bit. 
you know, it was, I wouldn't say it was a hard, it wasn't hard hunt, but she had to kind of get back in the, the little area. It was there. decent cash. Decent cash. Yeah. But the container is, well, we've, you and I found two different types of containers yeah. for that thing. So, right. you know, as we know, sometimes the container makes the cash. This one, the container does not make. Yeah, those are just average container, right? It's an average container. Yeah, but okay. Go ahead. Go. Ahead. I was just going to say that 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 is a cool find because it's June of two thousand, right? And, and it's significant for what it is. But the container, I kind of like Mingo's container. We were talking about containers. I mean, yeah, I kind of I kind of like, like the the weird way they've done it with the PVC pipe containers it's kind of cool so the next one for both of us is definitely different yes carry all and that's colorado's oldest yes and uh it's cool because it's out away you know you can drive right to drive and then like a really short walk right to it yeah but it's out away from town it's not in town you have no. to and it's, it, not a micro for sure no not a micro at all are. yeah so. it's one of my uh, highest ele- not my highest elevated finds, but it's uh, for me. It's up there. I mean, for you, you've, you live in Colorado. You're going to have a lot of right. Yeah, fortune. most of mine are a, a mile above sea level. Right. So not, but for somebody who uh, lives, you know, down near more near sea level, Terry All is is uh, altitude wise up a little bit. Um, uh, Terry All is GC eighteen, and we're not going to get into the reason why the numbers are all. It's oh yeah, it's that's, that's for another show, right? That's another show. The uh, uh, not even our show. Other shows have done that, so we're not right. going to do that. Right. Um, I bet you though, a little piece of trivia. I bet it's the highest and oldest large you found. Oh, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, because well, yeah. Um, and that's one of the, <laughs> that's one of the photos that I used this week. Also, was was Susan and I at Terry Hall, and yeah. uh, poor, <laughs> pointing at. Now, when you found it, was it a Home Depot bucket like it is now? Yeah, it was. Okay. Uh, Owen from KC says uh, right. during GC fourteener, he drove a minivan right to it. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and you could you could absolutely do that a minivan. <laughs> yeah, you can get pretty close. Uh, you can walk. You can drive it to within two hundred feet. Yeah, at the end. you, you can. Like that, I mean. The road gets a little gets a little funky toward the end there, but yes. Yeah, yeah, you can. It, nice. I wouldn't do it if it was raining or whatever. But no. And there's so, little there's little pathways to get up to where Terry All is, and you you can't miss it. It's it's a Home Depot bucket. <laughs> right. Um. I miss. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say real quick is that I missed the. Um, it's uh, June fourth. Is when I found it was June fourth during, like I said, during fourteener. It was it was uh, published uh, 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 was uh, June second of two thousand, uh-huh. and I missed it by a couple days. They had a sixteenth birthday party at Terriol. Uh, they brought out cake and they had a whole deal, but it, for us it wasn't uh, timing wise. Uh, July second was a, a day we could could make it out there, but we we did it on July fourth, twenty sixteen. So, so what's crazy is you could have found it on its birthday, right? Right. Even crazier, somebody could have been there out there 
that could that could have been their birthday. Right. It's old enough now where you know you have semi adults that can be going to caches that were published on their own birthday. Oh, that's true. Now that would be a weird one, right? That would you find be. like eighteen years after it's published on your eighteenth birthday. Yes. Uh you found it three thirty of twenty fourteen, so Yeah. Yeah. So the next one for me, before we get back to ones we have in common, is uh, Potter's yep. Pond. Yep. Uh, now, that one is a cool one all on its own because it's a hike, and it's in Utah, and it's... Yeah, I was going to ask you where that one is. Yeah, it's a really neat one. So me and a buddy of mine went and did that one, and we um, we Jeep camped a whole weekend and went through Utah, find a bunch of caches, and right, this right. is one of the main ones we were going for out there. Uh, and it's a nice hike, and I got tons of pictures from that one. It was pretty, and... Um, that was a good one. It would have been a good one, even if it wasn't old. Right. The fact that it's old makes it, you know, very cool. Ammo can and everything else. And there were some really old signatures in the, in the log book and stuff. So that's a good one in and of itself. How old is that? Is the log book, um, fairly original or, or is the original one at least still it, there? You think? I think the original one was in there. Okay. I, I, if I remember right, because it was really, really old, I think the original logbook was in there. It may, they may have been on a second, you know, logbook or something. Yeah, in there. right. But it's but, still um, stuck in there. What what kind of container is it? It's an ammo can. Oh, great, perfect. Yeah, so it was in good shape, you know, in a tree in a mountain. Uh, you never. Know, it was. Yeah. It's nice. There's no reason for that one to ever go away. Oh, good, good. Well, that's uh, that, that's one of the months I do need. So uh, then that's in Utah. You said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. In Utah, so south maybe of Salt Lake City. Okay. Um, we were all over the place. I'm trying to remember the directions. We found a lot of caches that weekend. Right. Um, that was one of those drive straight, cache all day, pull over to the side of the road, sleep in the jeep. Right. Wake up, keep going. That was that was a fun one. Those are cool. Um. All right. So now one that we did in common, which is yes. also a really cool one, Tombstone. Tombstone, which. Um, obviously for both of us, it's going to show up as our first, uh, multi-cache on our list. Oldest one for sure. Yes. Oldest multi-cache, yes, definitely. Second oldest, I think, uh, even to this, uh, uh today, uh, uh, Tombstone GC62. By the way, Terry All, uh, think of, oh, I'm sorry, Potter's Pond is GC3B, isn't it? 3B? Yep. GC3B as in boy for, for Potter's Pond. And it'll be in the notes. Yeah, it'll be on the all these notes too. So, yeah. um, Tombstone. What's the oldest multicache? You looked that up, didn't you? It's in Georgia. Yeah, I need to. Okay. Um, I'll I'll dig that one up, and we'll talk to uh, here in a few minutes. I want to. Uh, I definitely. This is one of the I want to talk to you about, which is um, the very first multicache that was ever created, and um, some of the weird stuff about that one but anyway we'll get to that in a minute but um so yeah i when you came down uh, i took you out to tombstone part of your um your your jasmer slash 5000 slash um texas challenge trip yep that That was a good one yeah we had a we had uh, we had a lot of fun that day running around uh finding all that um june 14th 2017 is when you had found it. I had found it uh, a, a couple couple years before that, but you know it's like anything. If you 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 have you want to show off, uh, 
you know, your babies, come see the baby, you know, this, one's <laughs> not a, right. this one isn't a baby. This is more like, come see this old man in a, a nursing home that we really like to yeah. talk to. <laughs> Life support guy. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> but you got to talk to him because he's really cool. It's like, so when you were here, it's like, we got to go to Tombstone. And when you're, so, and this is something that you, of course, tell people as they start to plan for Gia Woodstock next year is you got to go out to Tombstone. Yeah. Uh, uh, because it's, as far as multis go, <laughs> it's not a real exciting multi um, two-stage. No, but as no. old as it is, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the hunt for fi- hunt for the final, we talked about this, I think, before, too, is that the hunt for the final is a little bit of a hunt. I mean, it's a little bit, um, I wouldn't say it's a hard hunt for it. It's hard to get to it. Because... <laughs> You have to kind of work your way through the through the woods there to get to it, and there's a lot of sticker burrs, and they're not sticker burrs, but they're. Yeah, I remember getting stuck on it. Thorns coming out of the ground, and you got to kind of. So you have. So it isn't isn't hard necessarily to find, and again, the container's been changed many times. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I think so, it was like a black taped up container when I was there. Maybe. Yeah, it's um, probably like a almost like a peanut butter jar container. Yeah. Something like that. So, which um, I, that's funny. yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's still good. You know, it's, it's still in good shape and I know it's been replaced and everything. Um, we're talking about the oldest ones they found in there too. Somebody yeah. just mentioned GC 19, which is one called geocache. Yes. It's in Southern Colorado. It's, right. it's the only one of the oldest five in Colorado. I haven't found. I was going to pull out the my list just to have it with me because it'd be easy to in the book. Oh yeah, two thousand one geocaches to find before you die. Look at that Mingo right on the front cover of the book. So that is go. Mingo, and that is not the picture. I've got a picture of Mingo that does not look like that. <laughs> Doesn't look like that. That's cool though. Um, um, mine was the metal can, and it's got white uh, paper on the side, right? And it was, um, you know, it's a GC thirty on it or whatever, but. Um, now the next one that's on my list is one yeah. that you haven't gone for yet, but oddly enough, it's a it's a good geocaching story anyway. So I went and found it a long time ago, and um, I, let's see, when did I find it? Uh, July, uh, April fifth of twenty fifteen. Yeah. But um, Zach calls one day and goes, "Hey, I got a layover in Colorado, and can you come pick me up and drive me to go find an old cache and then take me back to the airport?" Right. What other sport or hobby would that be a normal <laughs> request, right? Right. You drive me to the mountain so I can hike, run up a side of a mountain, and then sign a paper log and run back and <laughs> drive me back to the airport. Drive me back uh, to the airport. You know, That's it awesome. was like uh, at least an hour, hour and a half drive from the airport yep. to this cache to take him to a cache where I'd already been before and take him back to the airport. But it was fun doing that. I mean, it was a pretty drive because it was in, you know, it's Colorado. Yeah. But uh, this was a little tricky, by the way, called Paul Barclay's stash. Yeah. Um, it's a hike. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. It's a difficulty or at least, and this is the thing with DT ratings, even back then. Right. Um, and hopefully nobody's ever changed it, but it shows as a difficulty to terrain three and a half. So it depends. Okay. 
like with anything, there is a right way to get there, which would match the terrain. <laughs> right. And there's the way that both Zach and I went to get there. Uh, okay. um, the way that you're supposed to go there, and this is a really good cache anyway, but it's it deserves a lot of favorite points. There's another tie into it. it. Paul Barclay is an actual person that was a military guy, and there's some information about him and stuff. Sure. That's that's kind of on, on the side. Uh, cool cache. But yep. there's a trail to it. And that's a longer trail that you have to hike, and it takes a, quite a while to get up there. Or you can just climb up the side of a mountain. Right. And uh, that's the way I went, and that's also the way that, uh, <laughs> that Zach went. So it was a lot quicker, but a lot more dumb and dangerous. Right. But, uh, you know, it was it's a few miles, I think, the hike is to it. Um, yeah, I'm looking three and a half, the- maybe a little generous. Yeah, but, so was, uh, I'm looking on the map, and it doesn't look like. I mean, it does look like it's a little bit off of the beaten path, and it's on the top of. Look at the elevation. It's definitely a gravel road to get back to it. You got to drive in to get to where you're going to hike to get to it, and right. and hike for a ways. Um, you're probably not supposed to go the way we went, technically. Right. But there was no fence or sign, so yeah, you know, it is what uh, it is. It was hidden in September uh, 28th, 2000. It has 245 favorite points. Mm-hmm. Um, it has and it's found, a good cache all around. It right. is beautiful out there. It's a great hike. Been found 615 times. Six poor souls never found it and never never made it back. Oh, I don't know. They might have made it back, but they're, they didn't find it. Um, yeah, that's a cool... So. What do you think of, well, like you said, this one has everything going for it, right? It's everything. The co- Ammo can container, information in there about the guy, good hike, beautiful location. And that's, a, that's an A-plus cache all around, whether it was old or not. Right. So it's got that's every, a good one. Got everything going for it, and it's old. Yeah. It's like you said, it's like a bonus. Even if it wasn't an old one, it's, it would be well worth going to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Paul Barkley stash. You got to. It's interesting how they called them stashes even after. Well, it was two thousand. They didn't know it was going to. Still two thousand. Yeah. They didn't know the name was going to change at all. So that's kind of cool. Um. So you also have one that's interesting. Uh, the unoriginal stash. Yeah. GC ninety two, um, and it's out. It's out near. Where the original the was, stash black. Right? yeah, it's the oh, stash okay. black. Oh, yeah. okay. So the original cache obviously is not there anymore, and they put a uh, a plaque there in the ground. Yep. Um, there's actually an ammo can about fifty feet or twenty feet from it, so you can actually sign a log and stuff too. So, right. um, that one's cool. Well, there's a plaque, right? A plaque to a place in history. So, oh yeah, that one's kind of cool, and it's a cool drive to where it is, and it's it's right off the road, so it's easy to get to. Yeah. But I mean. It, that's that iconic picture that everybody takes when they get next to the plaque, you know, they're squatting down and a little plaque on the ground. Right. That one's cool because of the plaque. It's a pretty cool one. Um, plus the location it's in, it's a good area too. So. Yeah. And so this one's actually, like you said, it's in memory of located very near the first one. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, a little ways away from it. Um, and the thing is now, it's been there so long, it's kind of become its own little, like... Oh, yeah. 
you know, thing to trek to. Mm-hmm. And it fills your October. It's October 2000. Yep. Um, and it's got uh, 1,460 favorite points. I mean, we, we're not going to get into favorite points tonight. That's for another show. No, no, that definitely. But that can mean so many things. It could mean so many things, which it does, which is okay. But, um, you know, you're given. Yeah, we won't get into it. But um, it is an ammo can, right? When you when you found, yep, I think it's one, still, yeah. still, yeah, still an ammo can. can. That's cool. Um, and I, I'm I'm glad they put one nearby for something not, for people to sign. So right. Well, it's not just not the the the, the plaque is cool, and the pla- and being at the first location yeah. is cool enough. But it's neat that there is a cache nearby. The a real. It is. An actual cache, yeah. Yeah, it's not just a... It's an actual that they put one there. So that's kind of cool. All right. Um, and then I just have a couple more on my list, but then we have some in common. But yeah. I did one in New Hampshire, but that was just an average... That was neat because it was the first one in that, you know, that state for me. But Sure. Um, and then it gets back to the ones that we have in common, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. A walk in the park and no walk in the park, <laughs> which is a little bit confusing. Crazy names. A, a walk in the park. Um, I was just out at again uh, a few weeks ago. Took some guys out, um, my little motley caching crew, um, and um, it's that's a whole interesting thing. Is these guys have all been caching forever, mm-hmm. and they I don't think they'd ever been to it. This is their first time at a walk in the park. It's old. It's not everybody hunts for old caches, though. They don't. This, this was October 3rd of 2000 is when it came out. And um, you're right. And that's fine. That's when we've talked about. If you're not, if you're, you know, if you have, and that's the beauty of geocaching. If you don't want to find old caches, don't find old. Go forget it. Don't do any old caches. Do what you want. You know, um, that's the beauty of geocaching is if you want to find just old caches, knock yourself out. Go find all the old caches. Yeah. You know, <laughs> find some. I like the old ones. Do you oh. hunt for the old ones? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, d- a couple of things that I, I really like, and I, I'm I don't know what the what the mentality is behind finding the old ones. Maybe it's because I'm old. I, I want to find old caches, but <laughs> um, I like finding the old caches within a state because I think it really gives you an, an interesting perspective on. Like Susan and I recently found the oldest cache in Rhode Island. And you're mm. like, you know, that's kind of interesting. Uh, Brenton Point uh, is in. It's kind of, it's a little bit of a hunt to get to Brenton Point. And um, it's one that, um, uh, you know, it's, but anyway, a, a walk in the park. Do, do you remember, do, it's not very memorable. Do you remember going out to walk in the park? Yeah, I, I, well, I do because it's memorable for me because, no walk in a park and a walk in the park. Yeah. We found both of those. Right. Um, one was I needed for Jasmer, yeah. And one I needed for the double Jasmer. Right. So, which I hadn't finished double Jasmer yet, but I, both of them were strategic spots that I knew I needed. Right. So, right. They were both, and one well, they were both in parks. But I mean, yeah. One we had fun, we were goofing <laughs> off, and you know that was that special one or whatever. Yeah. But the other one was, uh, it was okay. I mean, it was an average. But anything like groundbreaking, but it was no. it was a nice one. It's um the park is um 
has really kind of ex- expanded um, from what I think it was probably. Well, I know it is from from when it was placed in 2000. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was almost a, you know, it was out in the wilderness at that point. And there's actually the park has kind of grown. Um, so you really kind of walk through a literal park with uh, picnic tables and, and you know, um, pavilions and all that. I know all that wasn't there. So you kind of walk back and then there's a, um, there's a, the, the river, there's, well, river. Yeah, it's a pretty good sized creek. You can't just cross it. Uh, you kind of need to go over to the bridge to cross it. And there's a bunch of caches, by the way, back behind that one. And we went. That was what we were doing that day. Was those caches way back in the in the woods there? And um, mm-hmm. that is, if you're interested in a, if you're in the area and you want to like spend a whole day geocaching um, for really cool caches, including. A walk in the park that's a cool area so um you know a walk in the park gca1 a is an apple one um it's a cool gc number anyway it is it seems like it would be the first one but you know <laughs> right but you kind of you go through the park a long way and then there's a little bit of hike you no know, hike there's not really a hike there's a little bit of a getting off the trail mm. to, to get back to an ammo can and inside cool. it it's a little tricky now it's always been kind of that way but but the next one's the one that's kind of funny a no walk in the park uh yeah we had fun on that we've talked about that one on the show before we have we're we'll, we'll go into a lot of detail gc uh c9 and uh, that's the one that's i guess there's it is near a ditch and it's uh, we had a lot of water, so apparently it's pretty close to the water. But that's uh, the one that was a uh, traditional. That was also kind of a puzzle slash letterbox. Yeah, I mean it was. Yeah, it was. I guess it was before. So it's when did mysteries come out or unknown come out? Good question. I've got it in the notes down at the bottom there. First mystery cache was Octopus Garden. Uh, cache okay. is on. Uh, it was uh, September of the year two thousand. It was a simple puzzle created by Adventure Tom, started a movement that includes paper and pencil conundrums, online searches for obscure facts, field puzzles, some other. So that was the first mystery. So this was still around that time. So it it was a traditional. Right. But it also, you could classify it as a couple different things because they described to go to a couple different locations. So maybe multi-events. It's pretty early on. So it was. Um. Kind of a little bit different than a regular traditional. It's not where the GZ is. No, it's not. It's so. not where the, we we learn. <laughs> Jesse, I searched GZ. There is no cash. Definitely not at GZ. There's there is no cash at GZ. We know that. <laughs> uh, in fact, the clues. And if for- you're going to be dumb. Do it live on Periscope in front of a bunch of people, right? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Why not? (laughs) You know, a couple podcasters who you know are trying to do a show, and it's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna walk up, we're gonna do a Periscope. So smart. Everybody's gonna everybody's gonna love it. And thirty minutes later, we're like, who's still on here? Oh, Burks is on here, yelling, you know, laughing at us. No, he wasn't laughing, but still, I'm sure some. He should have been. He should have been. So I posed the question in the chat room, and I'll pose it yeah. to you next. Okay. How many, and because I know you go after these, how many uh, oldest state caches have you found? You know, the oldest cache in the state? Right. Do you um, know? 
I I don't I need to find more, but I've I found um, we've we've um, uh, New Hampshire, Texas, sure. New, Hampshire, New Hampshire, Texas, Colorado, Missouri, um, Rhode Island. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. I'd like to find more of them. Did you say you say Kansas? You said that Kansas. Yep. You got Mingo. Okay. Yep, Kansas. Missouri, yep. So, have you? Do you have your list? Do you know how many? You've got? Uh, I don't know if it's current or not, but Colorado, where I live, uh, Kansas is Mingo, Missouri, right. oh, uh, Ohio. I have Ohio too. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Nebraska, right? New Hampshire. Nebraska is like big red or big old red or okay, something yeah. like that. Right. It was near uh, Mega. Uh, New Hampshire, Tennessee. Which is funny too, because once again, it was right down the street from my house. Oh, how funny! But I found like one cache and didn't cache until I moved. So right, <laughs> I could have gotten the old. I could have started with the oldest cache in Tennessee, yeah. but I didn't. Uh, Oregon, uh, actually, British Columbia also. So up when I was up visiting mm-hmm. Canada, I got that one in the province up there. Right. Utah, Potter's Pond, Texas, down with you, and then Florida. That's the one where we came across the gator on the way to. Yeah, it was like blocking the trail, so that extended our our hike for that one. But <laughs> Christmas so that's cash. only yeah eleven eleven of them. That's good though. So I think that's right, but I haven't checked it lately. Right. So um, yeah, I forgot about Ohio, and this is some, something interesting, um, and not really for for tonight. Pardon me for tonight, but um, there's a lot of controversy over some. I know Alabama. Yeah. There's a lot of controversy over which one's the oldest in Alabama. Ohio, the current uh, oldest in Ohio is disabled. So that brings up a good question. Okay. So let's say, let's assume for a minute it's disabled because whatever reason, and maybe the original owner is not in there anymore. Right. Well, you can't adopt those out if the owner's not active anymore. And why do they not let them adopt the old ones? I don't know. Okay. But one thing I would propose, just thinking of that off the top of my head, I don't even know if it'd work out right, is if you get a really historic one like that, right, and it's old and the owner's gone and doesn't do anything, you know, they may have passed on. It's been what eighteen years, right? Now, right, people die, right? Um, sure. But uh, what about open instead of opening up for individual cashers? They don't want to do that. What about open it up to the state group to keep like a historic cash yeah. like that running? I think I that like, wouldn't be a terrible idea. No, I like that idea. I don't, and I think we need to keep these alive. The thing that I don't understand about this, talking about the Ohio, uh, and again, Ohio is it's controversial. I know people are going to be like, right. it's, it's not the oldest, whatever. It's one of it's either it or another one's the oldest. So we'll yeah. put that put that to the side. Shawnee Lookout Cash. It was an ammo can. Jesse, I mean, it was an ammo can, and of course now it was a little bit of a hike to get to it, and mm-hmm. it was it was um, obviously a geo trail. I mean, a huge geo trail to get to it. But isn't it right. sad that that went missing? I mean, that who's, is who's stealing an ammo can like that? That's ridiculous. But that was a thing for a while, though, wasn't it? I haven't heard about that lately, but it seemed like it was a thing for a while that people stealing. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think though, the oldest cash in an area, the hopefully the state group already makes sure to take care of stuff like that. Right. You know, community maintenance, like has been mentioned in the chat room. That's kind of a thing for older ones. 
people in general try to keep those going. And but you know, if you get if you had a new cashier yeah. that came in and didn't know the significance of one and put like a needs maintenance or need archive on one of those that the community's been maintaining, right? There's no way to get rid of that. Yeah, that's true. If the owner's not active anymore, there's no way. And if it's it needs archive, that's the you know the reviewer would have to step in and do something, or it's going to go. Yeah, it can't just stay like that. So by the by the way, the update on this one is that it has been replaced, and um, the uh, the reviewers have given it, it confirmed that the cache can be re-enabled. Um, the owner just says to, it keeps it's being found, which is fine because yeah, it's um, but the it, owner may not even be active anymore. I think the owner is. I think it was adopted, and that's the other thing is some of these back then. Um, this one is um, it's it's uh, the Greater Parks of of Hamilton County of Ohio do own that uh, one. The Great, great oh, that's parks. good. See, that's uh, smart when they get that old like that. Yeah, and I think they've. I think that they moved it over to them. Um, it's been a, it's been a while back. I'm not I'm not sure what the date was on that, but yeah. But anyway, so fortunately that one will survive uh, into the future. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question as to what you should do with that. All right, but anyway, uh, all right. Let's let me ask you about a couple of these um, okay. as we start to get sort of wind down for tonight. Um, so. Earth caches, your favorite topic. I know where the oldest one is. <laughs> Do I'll you? show you. You're a Karite. Well, it's in the show notes, so that doesn't really help, does it? Oh, <laughs> is it really? It is. Oh, I'm not going to look at it. So, New South Wales, New South Wales, Australia. Yep. Uh, first Earth cache. Um, every year, January 10th, they celebrate the birthday for the Earth cache. The good thing about Earth caches is you don't have to worry about the container going missing. Yeah. So, um, and you've there put could out, be a natural disaster, though. That's true. <laughs> I had that happen to one of my uh, puzzles, my very first puzzles. Really? We had a flood, and it completely changed the whole landscape. It's like thirty feet below. There's oh my thirty gosh. ground, thirty feet higher than where it was when I. Wow. The whole area is different. So. You know that's that's true. You could have something. I know we've talked about. We've seen where people have fires go through an area, and it really mm-hmm. changes the landscape. But. Um, Oh well. So first, first one, Earthcache one, mm-hmm. a simple geocache tour of Wasp Head. Uh, in case you're wondering, we talked about the first mystery cache was Octopus Garden. Oh, I know. What I want to ask you about a um, couple of them. I want to. I want. I want to ask you about the first multi cache, and this is uh, this is weird. First multi cache is Missouri's second Odessa confluence. It was hidden That's in eight funny. eight one of two thousand. It was the first cache initially listed as a multi-cache. So, um, so I'm sure there's a whole story back behind, you know, like you said, the one we talked about, um, not, uh, 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 no walk in the park is kind of a multi-cache, but it's not, wasn't listed right. that way. This is the first one was listed as a multi-cache. Um, it's older than the multi still active in, in Georgia. Uh, it was, but this is interesting. It was started as a traditional and it was changed to a multi when the cache went missing and a new owner took over. Hmm. So is that 
well, it was legal. I mean, it's gone now. Yeah. Let's see. It was archived. Um, let's see if we can find it. Well, I can't find archive date because people write notes. Oh, there it is. Archived. It was archived on May th- May 30th of 2003. So that thing was gone before most people have even started geocaching. I mean, I started in 06, so... Um, only found 41 times, but mm. interesting though, that they were, you know, that they, uh, yeah, they're just coming out with stuff back then. So yeah. Yeah. And we have a new type, you know? Yep. And we have in the show notes, all the different ones, the first ape cache, the first locationless, first mm. traditional, we already know about original stash. I really regret not finding a locationless one, but I never had an opportunity. I know. I, I, I that is a bummer. Is a bummer for locationless, and that's one that'll. I mean, I don't think they'll ever bring that back. Was no, we, you know, we had Brian on the show, Brian Roth, the president. He was kind of an indicated that I think they really do want to go in a different direction with some of those. They don't really want to bring back some of that. So, uh, first, where I go, yep, um, uh, where I went, Hugo. Rod Z placed this in London, England in 2008. So it was quite a while, quite a ways back. Yeah. There's another where I go with a date of 2004, but it was originally a traditional. And they switched it. They switched it. It was unarchived and switched to a where I go, which is fine. I mean, like yeah. you said. Um, that one, by the way, is uh, still active. You can go get that one. It has 41 favorite points. It's in London. It's only got 41 favorite points, the oldest one. That's oldest a bummer. One. I know. It's been found 138 times. Um, that doesn't seem like a lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is a where I go. I mean, come on. Uh, not kidding. everybody's that cool. I'm kidding. Um, all right. It probably only works, you know, once <laughs> once a week or something. So. Right. Uh, first letterbox. This is kind of a weird one too because letterbox has been around forever. First, yeah. the first true letterbox hybrid was called right. Open Space Six. Uh, there was, of course, a number of cross-listed letterboxes in the past, but the icon was made available, and this was the first legitimate hybrid hidden. Uh, January fifteenth of two thousand one. Interesting thing too is a lot of people don't realize this, but. You know, uh, if you go to a letterbox hybrid, you can treat it like a regular geocache. You don't have to do the whole letterbox. Right. That's not even part. Yeah, you don't have to stamp it. it. You don't have to do it. Fun to stamp it. It's it's fun to do. But I think people are like, oh, like, oh I can't go get a. I can't get the letterbox. My stamp's not ready. It's like you can. We stamp. should uh, we should do a show on letterboxes because yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on those. Okay. So. I like that. Uh, first, good and bad, and but I. Some are good and some are yeah, bad. So. Some are, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, first virtual Rift Valley. Uh, also, uh, year 2000 list uh, was placed as a divine cache. I'm not sure what that means. These divine caches were placed because they were directly on a crosshair of latitude and longitude. This particular one in Africa on the equator at e, uh, th- uh, 36 degrees east. Mm-hmm. There is an older virtual in Australia, but it was converted to a virtual after the traditional geocache was removed. Uh, it's in a national park, so a lot of times yeah. 
National parks don't have those. So, um, first event was down here in my neck of the woods, down Austin's mm-hmm. geocaching geocachers happy hour. Um, what's interesting about that too is that it, it was because it was the first one, and so they kept it around. So, <laughs> so it was uh, 2001 is when the event took place, but there was some confusion. People keep going to that to that bar. And logging it until <laughs> it's archived, but that's funny. I mean, people didn't know. First mega event, Geo Woodstock Four. Mm. Uh, we talked about that it was in here in Texas. Um, first Giga was Project Munich 2014. Uh, over seven thousand people attended that <sighs> crazy thing in Bern, Germany. That is crazy. Wow. First Cito. A lot of people. Yeah. First Cito. Cito in, in Minnesota. Uh, and this was kind of also unique in the the way that these kind of have come about. How they and that was that it was it was available. It was available that CETO was available until April of 2016. So <laughs> the longest running CETO, 14 years. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it was available also any day. It's an it's it's an odd listing. Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen another one of those somewhere. It's uh, not around anymore, but they had it for a while. And you could right. show up at any time and log it yep. and clean up in the park. Clean up. And, neat. Yeah, I th- it's kind of a neat idea. So um, it was a bit of an odd listing as it was clearly a CETO, but it was called to Minnesotans to clean up anywhere in the state on any day. Uh, it was placed uh, by Centris. Uh, purpose was commendable. Clearly, didn't line up with. I mean, yeah, obviously, didn't line with. I think you could do it once a month too, right? I think that on that one, you could do it once a month. Oh, you could claim yeah. it again. You yeah, could, and you could log that same. Yeah, over cat, and over. Yeah, over and over again. Which you know that's gone now. Um, first GPS adventure maze exhibit. Oh. GPS adventure maze exhibit was it was uh, Mina, Mina Trista. Uh It was in Muncie, Indiana. Hmm. Uh, 2007 so interesting um first webcam houston houston webcam cache number Hmm. one it's gone but that was the first one Uh, placed at the houston museum of natural science i don't know the webcam may still be there but the the cache is gone um first locationist was please donate blood cache placed uh they placed the cache in 2001 um. So, so, just wondering what the oldest current active webcam cache is. Well, that's a good question. We should do a webcam show too sometime. I think there's webcams are fascinating for various re- for many different reasons. But mm-hmm. um, so it looks like it is the Leeds webcam cache in Yorkshire, United Kingdom. Oh, cool. That's the. So, probably won't get that one anytime soon, though. Well, no. <laughs> but it's the oldest active one. Somebody take a picture of, take a flat, flat Jesse out there and wave it. And that's right. <laughs> hold it up. Right, well, uh, no. That's GC twenty four CD, by the way. Twenty four CD. I like that. That's mm-hmm. a cool one. Cool named. Uh, what is yeah. that? Twenty four container difficulty. There you go. And we would we would never do that. By the way, I'm just kidding. We wouldn't actually claim a holding up in the air type thing. Uh, oldest unfound cache, C- 
conch shell horn was placed July 10th of 2001 by Jeffrey Courier. Has never been found. So go go find you an FTF Is that Alaska? on that one. No, it's out in the middle of the Caribbean. Uh, it's unfound. It's on a deserted island. So the uh, there's a webcam that's never been found. Really? Oh, that's right. The one in uh, Alaska, Ant- 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 Antarctica. Ant- Ant- Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was one of the came up in our GC World thing. I think was one of the. But uh, so interesting. Um, I think it's. Wherever you live in the world, I think it'd be fun to go find the oldest, uh, whether you're in the States or you're wherever, wherever you are in the world, you know, go find your, go find the oldest. I think it'd be kind of fun to, and if you got stories, obviously, uh, send them our way, geocachetalk at gmail.com. Um, and I, I think it's, in, I enjoy it. I like hearing stories, um, from people who I liked your story about, you know, Potter's Pond and, and, uh, you, you know, the, the different ones that we've been to mm-hmm. are, they're memorable. They're memorable. I mean, you, know, you oh, and yeah. I, you and I won't forget the, you know, we'll tell a story, you know, for the rest of our lives about no walk in the park, uh, because we yeah. could, because it wasn't a walk in the park. It was, it, it was, yeah, we 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 had a great time, and you know, I joked mm-hmm. about and that was your five thousandth. So it's it has so many memorable oh yeah moments for you. Um, you know, I kept joking about well, you know, looks like we just need to give up. He's like, oh hell, we're not giving up on this one. <laughs> we're staying to find this one, but but it's neat the historic because you know if you think about it, people have been finding that same container, maybe the same container in same location. Going there, the log could be the original log. Right, you know, back to May of two thousand, right? Potentially, right, which is really neat if you think about it. So, yeah, I think that one has. I think the book in there is pretty old. I don't know if it's the oldest. You know, I don't know if it's original, but it's got. Couldn't be the original one on that one. There's it's no fun. It's fun to flip through it and look. Yeah, at it. you know, it's, um, I would definitely say if you haven't gone and done one, start with your own state first. But uh, that's something I definitely add on when I travel now. Right. We're going to a new area. If there's any chance I can get to the new, the oldest one in the in that new area of yep. the state or whatever, I'm I'm definitely putting it on the list. Yep, absolutely. Uh, it they make for for they make some fun stories. I mean, like you said, you we've even talked about tonight that you know the container may not be anything special. I mean, you know, we've talked about the 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 Watts Mill in uh, in Missouri. Mm-hmm. It's gone. It's just a, the container is nothing now, but it's a fun little hike back in that little area, and uh, yeah, you know it. And it, it's a good cash anyway. Yeah, and um, some of them, it's the experience of getting to them, um, kind of like uh, Terry Hall. You know, it takes some time, takes mm-hmm. some planning. It, it's it it's. Versus bingo. Well, bingo takes some planning because you're out in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. Sorry, Kansas. But well, not only that, it's neat to think that that cash. Think how much an area may have changed over the last. We're coming up on twenty years before too long, so yeah. it's a long time for a lot of things have changed in a matter amount of time. So yeah, and it is neat to see. So all right, so I guess uh, we've kind of done our final thoughts. But do you have some, yeah. do you have a final final thought before we wrap up? No, I, I like the old ones, and you know, I didn't get into it originally. Uh, when I first started, I didn't know much about them, but 
Uh, it's neat for some people. Some people only hunt FTFs, you know, but I would say it's something neat to get if you travel because yep. they may or may not still be there, you know, the next time. So it's a little historical piece. Just another another fun aspect of geocaching that not everybody's going to care much about. Yep. But it's it's been pretty fun for me and for us anyway. Yep. Yeah, uh, make your own memories, I think, doing these. Um, I agree with you completely. I think that um, they're well worth it uh, for various reasons. But, um, yeah, go find a really old cache. Uh, go look in your area. Maybe there's some even close by that they might be 2000, but they might be 2002 or something. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, you know, and, and go experience it and find, you know, is it the was it the original? I mean, kind of fun to find the original containers, too, if you can. But, I mean, if it's not, that's all right. At least give it, you know, kind of think through or read through, you know, why a person put it there and you know is this the, still the same owner that's kind of cool to hear about so a mm-hmm. lot of history and a lot of interesting things that could go on with old caches so we really i uh, think go go explore uh find caches but you know find some of the old ones too so all right uh upcoming shows so next week uh, just now we're going to talk with again alexandra boylan and john katie graham this should be interesting um uh, both um, in Hollywood, um, we'll talk with John Katie Graham. I definitely want to talk to him about uh, working on Avengers, and he also worked on True Grit, uh, the remake. Uh, Alexander's been involved in several things. I she she's she's in the show notes. She marked off one of them because it's no longer available. But I got to ask her about her um, her. She used her voice for a um, for a. Uh, a game an app on the on your phone about pizza finding pizzas and she was the pizza girl so <laughs> i have to add but you can't find uh, the game's gone now but anyway we, we got some cool stuff to talk to him about we're definitely most of the time talking about at your own risk movie um i like the movie i um i think you will like it i think people will like the geocaching portion of it um it they do a good job because there's a lot of things about the geocache they find that aren't like traditional geocaches, but they point that out in the movie that they're like, well, these aren't, these wasn't the, the, the movie you have to see the movie to understand, but yeah. they're not supposed to be true geocaches. It's part of this marketing thing. And so anyway, uh, in two weeks, we're going to talk about the big, we'll have the big reveal wrap up show, give all the clues, six, six clues that night. And, um, you know, we encourage you to, if you're going to find one of them, you might want to watch or listen to the show, uh, closer to the, to the area. I think some people are thinking about that, you know, being in, you know, South Carolina or somewhere and listening to the show and then running out and trying to find it. But, uh, anyway, uh, in three weeks, we're going to talk with Super Nate and Charles Watkins, Pathfinder 33, about mm-hmm. County Challenge. It's sort of a roundtable with the two of them because they've both done it kind of interesting. Um, Pathfinder 33 has found um, all the all the counties in Texas. He's found all the counties 
I think in Wyoming, we'll talk to him about that. And most of the counties in Colorado, mm-hmm. Super Nate has done a little different in that he's found uh, he's got a line. I think it stretches all the way from the east coast to the west coast yeah. of counties that he's found. So that'll be an interesting discussion to talk about that. So anyway, all right. Um, well, we hope you enjoy the show tonight. Email us your comments, geocachetalk at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on you know Twitter at Geocache Talk or Instagram uh, Geocache Talk or Memphis Mafia on Instagram. We're really enjoying our time on Instagram, and of course the Facebook page. Uh, we have a page and a group. So if you're interested in one of those, Facebook.com forward slash Geocache Talk. Show me found iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. We're also on Spotify if you like listening to Spotify. Uh, also on the Geocache Talk website, geocachetalk.com. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button below uh, so you can see and hear the show on a weekly base, basis. Be reminded. And, of course, tell your friends about the show and join in the chat room, which I was so busy looking at notes. Uh, Jesse was watching. They were busy in the chat room. The chat room, so that's good. So uh, shout out to the chat room. Thank you so much for being part of that. And uh, keeping the discussion going and hopping every week. So, all right. Well, until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go find an old cache, a really old cache, and go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night.